how y'all doing? We're back today, episode 34. Welcome back, you guys. It is a beautiful Friday evening. The night is young. It's 6 p.m. I've had a great productive day. Feeling really good and so excited for this episode today because it is so interactive and today I am freaking entertained. I have been laughing my ass off because you guys submitted your anonymous sex and dating confessions to be exposed slash read in this episode, of course, anonymously. And you guys did not hold back. You did not let me down. And I just want to give a huge shout out to everyone who submitted, regardless of if I had time to read it in this episode or not, because bitch, there was a lot, but I am so entertained and I hope that you guys will be too. I've done one of these episodes before and you guys said that you really liked it and it was quite a while ago. I feel like it was like in the springtime or something like that. So I figured let's bring it back and let's focus on funny sex and dating confessions this time. So feel free to let me know if you guys enjoy episodes like this and we can always do more that are super interactive where you guys are, you know, exposing yourselves. If you have any ideas or things that you want talked about on the podcast, don't hesitate to let me know in my DMs on the podcast Instagram. And yeah, I hope you guys are doing well. I am excited for this weekend. I've had a pretty good week. And um, can I just say the fly really was the hero of the week. If you guys know what I'm talking about, I feel like 96% of you do. I have never felt so um, emotional about a fly. I've never felt so connected, entertained, passionate about a fly as I did this Tuesday evening, this past Tuesday evening. Anyway, um, the fly is the hero of my week. And honestly, the fly has to be one of the bops of the week, even though we're not into that part of the episode yet. I'm just going to put it out there right now. Anyway, you guys, I don't know how I got off on that tangent, but <laughs> welcome back, you guys. Let's go ahead and shout out our reviewer of the week. Her name is Holly and her review says, you are awesome. I always listen to Lindsay when I work out. It's so therapeutic. Lindsay and her sister, Megan, are two inspiring and independent women. I love them. You know what, Holly? This is short, sweet, so kind, and I appreciate the time you took to write this review. So you are the reviewer of the week. Shout out, Holly. And next week, we'll have another reviewer to shout out. So feel free to do your thing. I do think this episode might be a little bit shorter today just because I am going to share one confession personally that I thought of when you, when I was reading through you guys's, this one, you know, it actually came to mind and I don't think I've ever told this story before. So I'm going to share one of my confessions, but I think this episode will be a little bit shorter today because I'm going to be like reading you guys's and I don't have quite as much like a certain topic for today or something. I just thought it would be kind of fun and lighthearted and just read these out. Let's go ahead and get into our bops and flops of the week. Starting off with flops. Um, I have one flop and honestly, it's like a pretty stupid one. I'm just going to put it out there. It's not really important to anyone's life at all in the entire world, but it is that my freaking ends of my hair have never been so tragic. Like, I don't know what happened the last time I went more blonde, but my hair did not react well. The ends are pissed off. It's so just like dry and brittle and straw. 
anyway, that's kind of a stupid flop, but my hair has just been like driving me nuts lately. I feel like no matter what I do to it, it does not look good. She's just been up in a bun today, but this flop turns into a bop because I just decided I have to go and chop it. I have to get like a little blunt chop. Um, so tomorrow I'm going to go and do that. I'm excited. I'm definitely hoping, you know, it's not, I don't want to get it too short. I want to get it basically like the length that I had it when I first went platinum in 2018. I feel like it was just such a nice blunt short chop. And I was trying to grow out my hair for a really long time and I was doing good. Like during quarantine, honestly, I didn't realize how healthy my hair was. She was just growing, growing, growing. And then I started dyeing it again, you know, getting my roots and everything done. And my hair was angry. She was dead. She's upset. Um, so, so it's time for a chop and unfortunately I will be cutting off my growing my hair out again, but at the same time, you know, I just feel like it's just not the time for me right now. I I'm ready for another blunt chop. Like I, something about having like short to medium length hair is just very fun for me. Of course, like it would be fun to have super long, gorgeous locks. Will we get there again someday? You know, maybe, I don't know but uh, this is not the year. So it's time for a chop. Um, once again, that is really not an important flop in the grand scheme of things, but I like to keep it light sometimes, you guys. You know, sometimes I don't like to get super emo. So that's my flop of the week. But my bops of the week, there are several. So the first one is I've really been trying to make the effort to, as I talked to you guys about last week, spend a little bit less time on social media, specifically on Instagram, and just trying to spend a little bit less time scrolling and more time just doing more productive things. So I feel like this week I actually made some more progress with it. I moved the Instagram app to like the second or third page on my phone. So it's not like on the home screen, which has actually been really helpful because if I don't see it there, like on my home, my first homepage, I just don't open it as much. So I've really been only opening it to like post for things. Like if I'm recording an episode or a video or work stuff and things like that. So, um, I do feel like I've been doing a good job of spending a little bit less time scrolling, which has really been helpful to me. I feel like I've been able to fit more into my days. I feel like I've been more productive. And just as of the last couple days, I've actually been trying to like get up <laughs> closer to when I actually wake up and open my eyes instead of like, I'm the bitch that scrolls on social media for an hour in the morning when I wake up. And it's so hard for me not to do that because it's just ingrained in me. Like it's it's almost like the time that my body's waking up, but it's also like, Lindsay, that is not going to like start the day off on a good, productive, healthy note. It's just not. I'm very like impressed by people who can just wake up and just literally stand up and get up and start their day. I'm like, damn, wow. You don't like sit there scrolling. So I'm really impressed by people like that. And I'm taking note. But anyway, the last two days I actually got up and after I walked my dog, the first thing that I did was I worked out both days and that is honestly something I never, ever, ever, ever do. And it has made my days feel so much more productive. Like I want to get more stuff done. Like I want to keep accomplishing things throughout the day and just makes me feel good, healthy and productive. So we'll have more updates on that soon. But um, I feel like I'm trying to prioritize my health a little bit more. Just as of this week, I've um, been cutting back a little bit on alcohol as well as coffee. I was just really getting into some habits and I feel like it's good to just check in with yourself and be like, okay, 
okay, um, you know, is this actually going to benefit the rest of my day, the rest of my night? Like, let's just check in, see how we're feeling, ask ourselves, you know, how we're doing, why we're drinking alcohol, why we're drinking coffee if we're anxious, like things like that. You know what I mean? So, um, I've really just been trying to check in a little more with myself. And that is, I feel as though that is overall my bop. That was like multiple things in one, but yeah. My next bop is that I've restarted a show that I really like that's on HBO. It's called Sharp Objects. I think I watched it two years ago or maybe last year. I can't remember if it came out last year or the year before, but it is so good. And I feel like, to be honest, I didn't hear a lot of people talk about it. Like, I feel like it didn't get the hype that it deserved when it came out, but I love pretty much like everything that I watch on HBO. I mean, HBO is iconic. And I remember I really liked the show and I watched it, but I watched it a while ago and I watched it like really fast and I didn't remember like some specifics. So I'm like that. If I watch something once, like I'll rewatch it a year later if I really liked it. I'm very like repetitive when it comes to shows and movies movies and honestly a lot of music too like if I like something I will consume it all the time straight up like my favorite movie is Midsummer, and I watch it like every few months <laughs> and I just do shit like that like I'll watch like the same stuff like movies I've seen shows that I've seen anyway if you guys haven't seen Sharp Objects I feel like it would be a good show to watch this time of year too it's like I want to say it's scary but it definitely has like a little bit of a um, a thriller like drawl to it not necessarily thriller but it keep like the storyline is a little spooky and it keeps you going so um yeah check that one out and also just the fact that it's like scary movie season I'm enjoying it so much I also watched last night me and my crush watched this movie called the invisible man and that's also available right now on hbo for free and I thought it was really good you guys I'm usually like I'm pretty hard to impress when it comes to scary movies because so many of them that like I feel like we see nowadays are very predictable scary movies and it's just the type of thing where like you know the scare is coming and you know what's gonna happen and the characters just like walking around in the dark so I like stuff that really keeps me on my toes and that isn't so predictable with like jump scares and things like that. So like the scary movies I like are like Get Out and like I said, Midsummer is like my favorite movie. And then Us is really good. That's also available right now on HBO. But um, if you guys have like watched all of those, check out The Invisible Man. I thought it was really good for the most part. Like I didn't think it was like a perfect movie, but I definitely enjoyed it. It was spooky. Um, It was also like emotional. Anyway, I watched that last night and that was really good. And I've also been watching some of the Disney plus Halloween movies to just feel that nostalgia, like pop popcorn and sit on my couch in like cozy fall nights and just watch like Disney plus Halloween movies. I still have a few more to go. I definitely still have like Hocus Pocus and Halloween town. So that's another bop of the week. Just that I've gotten more into like the spooky, scary movies this week and shows. Okay. And my last bop is my product or purchase bop of the week that I've started including in as of last week. (laughs) And I have another one that I'm excited to talk to you guys about, and it is called Static Nails. So pretty much I found out about Static Nails from watching Miss Remy Ashton, the queen of vlogging herself. I love Remy's vlog. And she was talking about these nails. They're basically like, I've actually never really used 
pop on or they're not pop on they're like glue on um little nails i think they're like 14 to 16 dollars they're around like that price range for a whole set and you get glue and you get a file and a buffer and you get a bunch of different sizes to choose from so i had like really no issues fitting the nails onto um or fitting the like nails onto my nails, if that makes sense. And, um, I've had them on, I think I put them on on Tuesday and they have been treating me so well. I was rocking the natural nails for the past like three months. And I really did. Honestly, I did miss my claw nail life, but I just like have, I don't know. Quarantine really changed me. Like I stopped going to the nail salon fully, not to say that that's going to be forever. Like I'll probably return and like get pedicures every so often, but I would always be that bitch literally for the last like 10 years of my life. I would always have her nails and toes done and quarantine changed a bitch. I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate that are, that we're used to having like, you know, your acrylics or gel manicure or whatever. Um, and obviously like now most places, I, I believe you can go to the nail salon. Like I am not like, Oh my gosh, I'll never go to the nail salon again. But it's also so nice to have something like this where they're only like 15 or $16 and they're supposed, and they're supposed to last like a couple weeks and they look so freaking good. And I know this is like, I'm not going to say this is like conceited, but it's just one of the those like girl things that I love the feeling of like my little like clackety nails on like my phone screen and on little like hard surfaces. I know that's such a weird thing, but maybe some of you guys feel the same way. I just missed them. And they, the ones that I have are like the round ones and they're barely like longer than my natural nails. So they're not anything crazy. I literally bought four colors. So this is just my first, <laughs> but um, they've been, they were like so easy to apply. Just glue them on and bitch, I have been vibing. And like, if I can spend, you know, 15, $16 on a manicure instead of, I mean, I was typically spending 38 plus, you know, of course my tip for just my nails like once a month. I just wanted to shout those out this week in case you guys haven't heard about them and you have been kind of having that same like nail, you know, should I go to the salon? Should I keep my natural nails? These are like a nice in between that they still feel natural, but they're still give me like a claw vibe. We'll leave it at that because I've been talking about them for quite some time. Thank you so much to our long time sponsor on this podcast of Anchor. So Anchor is actually how I make this podcast. I wouldn't even have this podcast if it wasn't for the free tool that is the platform Anchor. So as I said, it is completely free. Anybody can make a podcast from your house, from your phone, from your computer, Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's basically everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And it actually is, you guys, I stan Anchor so hard. You can download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started with recording your own podcast. All right, guys, it's time to just get into the confessions you guys sent in. So of course, all of these I will be reading anonymously. And thank you so much to you guys for sending these in. If you guys want to be able to participate in episodes like this, all you have to do is follow the unfiltered with Lindsay Hughes Instagram. And you can always feel free to turn on notifications for my stories because that's actually where I will post on my story when I want to take you guys' questions for the episodes. And sometimes I only give it like a couple hours. So if you really do 
want to be able to participate and have your stuff like read on the episodes, you can always put the stories on notifications. I really don't post that much, so I promise I won't be spamming ya. I forgot that I was going to start off by sharing one of my personal confessions. I feel as though I should if you guys are doing me the kind gesture of sending me in yours to read for entertainment for the rest of you guys. The least I can do is give you guys a confession. So, you know, this isn't the craziest thing in the world, honey. I've definitely done much crazier that I won't necessarily be confessing to today, maybe sometime, but it just reminded me because a lot of these have to do, you know, I asked for you guys's sex and dating hookups. So a lot of these had to do with like first time hookups and college and dorms and things like that. And it flashed me back to when I was 19 I was visiting one of my friends at their college and it was a pretty big school, right? So it was like the weekend, it was like party energy. I thought one of my friends, guy friends, was so fucking cute. My friend that I went to visit, it was her pretty good friend. So we met him or we met up with him or something. And I remember like, I briefly met him and I remember just like telling my friend, Oh my God, he's so cute. Like I couldn't get over how cute I thought this guy was. So one of the last nights of me visiting her, we went to a frat party. Of course it all happens at a frat party. I've actually had a lot of embarrassing moments, not even embarrassing, but like silly moments happen that began at frat parties or just like absurd nights. It just really flashes me back to that ripe age of 19. Also, I feel like I just get too close to the microphone sometimes and trying to get a little bit better about that. I got like a comment that was like, Lindsay, love the podcast, but it's really hard to listen to because I feel like you're way too close to your microphone. So I just want to say if anyone else out there feels like that, I'm trying not to like, I have this like weird thing where I feel like I have to be right up against it. And I actually don't like, that's why you buy a good microphone. So you don't have to speak directly into it. Anyway, this is, this is a side tangent back to the story, back to the frat party. So of course, heavy drinking is going on at this frat party. What else would be going on? Um, this guy I think was pledging the fraternity. So you know how that goes. Like the other guys are just getting these guys so drunk. Like everyone's just, you know, drunk off their ass. And I, I don't know. I was also drunk. And at some point in the night, I like go up to him and we're talking and me and him start kissing at this party. We're just like drunk. Like, honestly, it was probably sloppy. Like it was probably just like drunk, sloppy kissing in the corner of a party. Like no one needs to see that. But I was like, oh my God, this guy's so cute. Like, yes. Like I got in there, whatever. So me and him leave the party together and are going back to his dorm room. Okay. Yep. We're walking back drunk as skunks, just going back to his dorm room. So we get into his dorm room. I don't think we had an issue getting in. There was some, okay. There was some security measure. I'm sure if you guys went to like a big university, you probably had something like this. There was some security measure where you had to like show your like student ID or you had to like talk to some security person like to get into the building right like to get into the dorm so I guess since I was my friend's guest I don't really remember what I showed but I think they knew that I was like a guest and I was fine and I don't remember what happened with him but I I think he ended up being good and we just like went up to his dorm room and 
honestly, in his dorm room, I feel like it was just like him literally being so drunk and like about to start vomiting. Like it was like not good. I was like, okay, wait, why did I do this? Like I thought this was a good idea. Bitch, I need to get out of here. Like abort mission. Like he's actually too fucked up. I need to, first of all, make sure that he's okay. Like I need to make sure he's good. And then I need to get out of here and go find my friends. I think we were only in there for like five minutes. Like I said, because things were going downhill fast. Like the drunk was hitting. I think he honestly might've gone to the bathroom and puked. Like I don't remember exactly this was years ago and obviously you know i was fucked up he was more fucked up but basically the security guard of the building the dorm room like walks into his room um luckily i think we were just fucking sitting there like nothing was going down you know what i mean like and the security guard walks in and is like says his name and he's like yeah you got to come with me dude i don't know how you like got in here but somebody like he said something along the lines of like somebody reported you like you you shouldn't have been able to come up because you're too intoxicated like we literally need to take you to the hospital i guess that was some sort of like a rule like if you are too fucked up like stumbling to get back into the dorms like within the security sees you or they're like no like they can take you to the to the freaking hospital okay i just was sitting there like what he has to go to the hospital <laughs> like i don't even know what i was doing i was just alarmed so literally they take him away i don't you that's all i remember is they just took him away they took him to the hospital and i was just there like oh my god this night really took a turn so i just of course you know i leave what am i gonna do i leave i go find my friend i think i don't remember i mean i hope i found my friends i like tell her the story i don't remember if i saw him again after that like i might have seen him the next day or like he might have talked to my friend and been like yeah that was a crazy night i literally had to go to the hospital he totally ended up being fine but guys that is just like abort mission so that is one of my um confessions at least i got to kiss him though right but <laughs> i mean honestly i think it was saving grace that the night ended early because clearly we both were unwell and needed to be stopped so that is one of my confessions now i'm going to read the ones that you guys sent in so buckle up you guys it's beginning Okay, I was told that I could read this one from my sister who sent in a confession for this episode. Um, all the others will be anonymous, but she says, never forget when I made out with, insert name here, in the back of an Uber, dropping him off at his hotel when he visited LA and he got a nosebleed all over my face and didn't tell me. So I got back in the Uber looking like an absolute fool, walked up to our apartment, and you and Jeremy were inside waiting for me and were like, what the fuck is wrong with your face? Are you okay? Freaking out. And I ran to the mirror and realized he bled all over me, but was probably too nervous to tell me. And that's why you don't mess around with younger, immature men. <laughs> Oh my god, I almost forgot about this story because it was just so long ago, but I do remember this happening. It was so freaking funny. Megan came up and she literally just had like blood all over her face and we were like, what happened? And I remember we were trying to figure it out for like 
for like 30 minutes, we were like, did he have a cut on his face? Like, why is there blood? What happened? She's like, I didn't see a cut. I don't know. And then we realized that I guess that he had a nosebleed or something. Yeah. Let's keep it going, guys. Met a dude off of Tinder. We hooked up, then started a friends with benefits thing. Then midway through sex, he wanted me to peg him. And I literally just stood there naked in shock and was like, um, what? And he kept pushing me to do it. So I left. So awkward. Honestly, you guys, Tinder men, I'm just going to say it. I'm not going to generalize, but Tinder men in general are, you know, a little bit of a breed. They are more into the hookup culture, might be a little more um, into the fetishes. I can't say for all, but um, this is absolutely wild. And um, I thought it was definitely a confession worth reading. All right, moving on. So back in high school, my boyfriend, now husband, and I would park in this old lady's carport to fool around. She lived in another state and paid my boyfriend to cut the lawn at his at this house. So she was never home. I had a manual garage door leading into a fenced yard. One day, the fence door opened while we were half-dressed and a realtor walked into the yard with prospective buyers. We literally just sat there pretending we were doing homework and we were supposed to be there. And when they went into the house, he got out to open the carport door so we could leave. It was the most embarrassing moment ever and we never went back. <laughs> I love it. I love like there's more confessions too that are about like the depths that you'll go to to like have sex or even just like fool around in high school because it's like I know for sure. I mean, at least for me, like a lot of parents, my parents had the rule of like um if a boy is over your door needs to be open, like especially in high school, which I feel like is a reasonable rule. Like I'm not going to say that's like crazy. You know what I mean? Like parents want to know what you're up to when you're in their house, right? But um yeah, I mean, you can't have sex if that's the rule at like your house and potentially your boyfriend's house too, you know what I mean? So there's things that you got to do like I never really told <laughs> this, but when I first lost my virginity, which I've told like that story before, but when I first lost my virginity, like we just didn't know where to go and bitch, I was not going to lose. I mean, okay, no judgment. We had hooked up in the back of my car several times, but honey, I was not going to lose my virginity in the back of my car. I was like, no, no, this night is going to be memorable. So I booked us a freaking hotel room and I don't know, like, I don't think my parents would have ever found out because that was just like on either my credit or debit card at the time. I mean, honestly, maybe they saw the charge and we're like, what the fuck? Cause we definitely were both like, Oh, I'm going to sleep at this person's house. I'm going to sleep at this person's house. And we just like stay the night at a hotel, <laughs> but bitch, I wanted it to be romantic. Um, anyway, that, that is another confession. All right, let's keep them coming guys. My funny confession. I had sex with this guy in his childhood bedroom on the night of his dad's wedding. Well, the film Ratatouille played in the background and the guy's best friend was asleep or not so asleep in the bed with us. But weddings be like that. Oh, that's wild. Okay. Like I, I think everything's funny until you get to the part that's like in his friend was asleep or not to asleep in the bed with us. I thought you were going to say like in a bed next to you guys in the same room, but this is a little bit wild. I'm not going to lie. This one just made me crack up. <laughs> it says one time while having sex with my ex, I thought about a SpongeBob meme 
I had seen and laughed so hard that we had to stop having sex because I wasn't in the mood anymore. (laughs) Okay, this story is for the confessions episode, and it might be too out there for some, but dude, this story is a wild ride. All right, guys, buckle in and feel free to skip forward if you don't want to hear about poop. Okay. So setting the scene, I was in college, freshly 21, and I went to a party in an apartment and ended up going home with the guy who lived next door. I was ridiculously intoxicated and ended up waking up in the middle of the night with some major poop vibes going on. (laughs) I tried to go back to sleep, but my bowels had another plan. I got up to head to the bathroom and I was wearing just a t-shirt and a thong. As I was making my way there, I don't know what happened, but poop literally slipped out of my butt. <laughs> Since I was wearing a thong, it also slipped out of my flo- out of my thong and onto the floor. This happened twice, so I know there were two poos and I was struggling with the light switch. And I guess the guy heard me and got up to help me find the light. Me, knowing my literal poop was on the floor, tried to shoo him away, and I made it to the toilet to finish my business. I knew he was awake, so I couldn't go and find and clean the poop on the floor because he would have asked what I was doing, so I just got back into bed. And then I went home and never cleaned the poop. Anyways, he ended up texting me multiple times after that, trying to hang out, but I just couldn't. I don't know if he ever found the poo. Maybe he attributed it to his dog, or maybe he has a habit of pooping on his own floor and just thought it was his. Either way, I never saw him again. Honestly, that story is absolutely wild. It's triggering. It's frightening i just love the fact that you said anyways he ended up texting me multiple times after that trying to hang out like this man was not affected at all he never apparently he never even mentioned it like that's kind of wild that's wild all right next up one time i was having sex with this guy and his phone rings halfway through he proceeds to pause still inside me and answer the phone Hell no, bitch. Hell no. You better run if a guy ever is inside you and answers the phone. What? Okay, sorry. Back to the story. He has a whole conversation for a couple minutes when I ask who it was. And he says, it was his girlfriend. I did not know he had a girlfriend. As I went to leave straight after, he dumbly goes, why are you leaving? What's wrong? what bitch what this is just i don't understand the logic let's keep it going all right guys this one is a little bit long but i am excited for the tea about five years ago this guy and i matched on tinder we talked for a little bit and decided to go grab a coffee to meet up i got there first and when he got there he sat on the same side of the booth as me something i think is so weird we talked for a little bit before i looked up and saw my parents walking in to order coffee. I told him my parents walked in and he got up to awkwardly introduce himself. The whole date was so weird and cringe. After we left, he texted me saying how great the date was and how much he liked me and could really see a future for us. I totally freaked out and ghosted him. 
We stayed friends on all social media though and liked each other's tweets every once in a while and so on. About two years later, I posted something on Snapchat and he messaged me commenting on the thing I posted. We started talking back and forth here and there, nothing serious, and soon ended up talking almost every day. I was in what some people call a hoe phase and invited him over just as a hookup. We hooked up a few times, but I could obviously tell he wanted more. It was getting really awkward between us, so I ghosted again. He went absolutely nutcase on me and started sending me a million texts, calls, and even saying he would show up to my house. I was super spooked and blocked him on everything. Now here's the kicker. In January of this year, I saw that he liked me on Hinge. I must have been drunk because I liked him back and we started having a normal conversation. We started talking again every once in a while and then Miss Rona hit... I lost my job and started spending hours at home for the first time in my life. I was simply put bored and horny. We started texting every day again and we each apologizes for how we acted and said we had each grown a lot in the last couple of years, especially since our last meeting. Long story short, we have been together ever since LMAO. We started social distance hanging and when things let up, we started seeing each other more and more. We officially started dating on our own terms in early September, and I'm the happiest I've been with a partner in a long time. This is so fucking long, and I apologize, but it just goes to show that some people are made to be in your life at specific times, and if it's meant to be, it will definitely fucking be. LMAO, love you, Linz. Stay cool. Honestly, this took a turn. I was not expecting this story to go this way, especially because you were like, I ghosted him twice. Like he went crazy. He went nutcase on me. Oh my God. But you know what? I'm so glad that it worked out. I'm so glad that you guys are so happy. I feel like a lot of people found love in quarantine and a lot of people broke up too, but a lot of people found love during quarantine. And I am so happy to hear that you guys are thriving. (laughs) Thank you so much for this amazing confession that really kept me on my toes. I can't get over the fact that your parents randomly walked in when you guys were on your first date. Like, I don't even know what I would do if that happened. That's just like so absurd. All right, let's go on to a few shorter ones that I got that were like just in the question box, short and sweet. Had a male, male, female threesome this summer with my sister's best friend and her girlfriend's brother. Shh. (laughs) All I'm going to say to this one is hot girl summer, bitch. Get it. Went to my 8 a.m. class with cum in my hair. Disgusting. (laughs) Okay, this one, for some reason, literally just made me cry laughing. Like, I don't know why. I just love it so much. We were doing it in the car and my boyfriend stepped on a packet of ketchup. Dot, dot, dot. Like, I don't know why it's so funny to me, but it just makes me so happy. A one night stand who I had just met proposed to me during the deed. Ha 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 ha. That is absolutely wild. I want to know if this man was serious because I'm like, is it one of those things where it's like, you know, in bed, you can just say crazy things and you're like not necessarily serious. But I want to know like if this man was serious and if he was, that is like kind of the best thing I've ever heard. Like, bitch. You must have been fucking killing it in the bedroom because a man proposed to you the first time, like, goals. (laughs) 
We should all aspire to be more like you in our sexcapades. I've been with my boyfriend for five years, but still have sex dreams about my ex-boyfriend. <gasps> Honestly, I feel like this probably happens to like a lot of people because obviously you can't control who you dream about. And in, a lot of times it really doesn't even necessarily mean anything. You know what I mean? Like maybe it's your, just your brain just recalling that part of your life. Um, that's kind of funny though. And I, I don't know. I kind of like that you confess that. I'm falling hard for my personal trainer. But I'm engaged. Who? Bitch, that's some tea. One time I had sex with a guy in a graveyard because both our parents were home. Too much? Question mark. Just like the part about how this ends with too much? Question mark made me laugh so hard and I absolutely had to read it. When I was single in college, I had sex with three different guys within 24 hours with protection. <laughs> honestly hot girl summer hot girl college life like let's go i support this fully okay so i was having sex with my boyfriend that i just started dating to set the scene it was dark as hell and i wasn't wearing glasses we were in the mundane position missionary and i was starting to fall off the bed we paused so i could scoot over while scooting my fingernail nicked his foreskin he said ow but then we continued to have sex then he went to finish on my stomach and freaked out because his hand was dark. He flipped on the lights and it looked like a murder scene. There was blood on both of us on the walls, the carpet, and even the ceiling. Oh, you guys must have been having some crazy sex and there was blood on the ceiling. <laughs> and it was still spraying. Oh my God. What? We both freaked out and I went to grab towels. So I ran around blind, naked, and covered in blood, freaking out my five roommates. I didn't immediately tell them what happened because, guess, I was preoccupied, lol. I ended up making him a dick cast <laughs> with goth and tape, but it was still bleeding. He wouldn't let me take him to the ER because he said, if this is the way I go, so be it. <laughs> Anyway, he got circumcised about a year later because it kept re-ripping. We are still dating and his penis is perfectly fine now. Oh my God. That is so fucking wild. Especially because you said it was just like your fingernail. I would feel so bad. Like imagine that happened to your boyfriend <laughs> from your nail. <laughs> That's wild. Like the highlight of the story is if this is the way I go, so be it. All right, this one was a trip, you guys. <laughs> the first time my boyfriend and I got faded, high and drunk, we were drinking and smoking by the beach. I live in Aruba, so the beach is a four-minute walk from my house. We started making out, and while things got heated, we decided to walk to my house, my parents' house, and hook up. After we have sex, we just fell asleep on my bed. At like three in the morning, my mom comes into my room and starts freaking out. All hazy, I'm still super confused as to what had happened. After a minute to gather my thoughts, I understand she is telling me that my boyfriend is butt naked in her bed, just sitting there. I run to her room and it's literally my boyfriend still under the influence, all wet and naked, sitting there in my mom's bed while she was apparently sleeping. I tell him what the fuck and tell him to leave. And he keeps telling me that I was the one to send him to shower. And for some reason he went to my mom's bathroom. 
Next morning, he had no recollection as to what had happened. We were 16 then and are 25 now, still together. My mom will never let go of the story and laughed her ass off whenever she retells it. Moral of the story, do not mix weed and alcohol. <laughs> that is crazy. Like, oh my, I would be so fucking embarrassed if I was the boyfriend. Like, I seriously would never live that down because imagine, okay. Imagine like the roles are reversed and you are like fucked the fuck up and you fall asleep or you get into bed naked with like your boyfriend's mom or dad. What? Like I would just never be able to live it down you guys, but I'm so happy to hear that your mom laughs about this story. She sounds like an icon and that you guys are still together nine years later. Here's my confession. I'm happily married now. This happened straight out of high school. My boyfriend in high school and I broke it off for good after dating since seventh grade. We were just going in different directions and we had lots of trust issues deep down. However, we ended up talking a little after and we would secretly hook up still. I found out at the same time that he was fucking my ex best friend's older sister. So he was telling me that he was messing around with her and didn't care about her and just wanted to have fun, no strings attached, which I agreed with him on, even though we were talking about possibly getting back together. And then boom, he tells me one day he got her pregnant and is going to be a dad. I was so flabbergasted. I couldn't believe it. To this day, everyone thinks she got pregnant on purpose to trap him. Big yikes. Oh, bitch. That is crazy. You got to get the fuck out of there. That is some crazy fucking shit. <laughs> this one made me laugh so much. So I was talking to this guy. One day I went over to his place to smoke and whatnot. I got way too high and paranoid. Things were starting to get spicy in the bedroom when I noticed a light blinking under his TV. I was so paranoid that I accused him of secretly filming us. Turns out it was just his Xbox face palm. I was so embarrassed. Still got that D though. <laughs> It's just so good. It's just <laughs> honestly, like straight up. I could see myself doing something like that if I was really fucking high and paranoid and like it was really dark in a room and I had like never hooked up with this guy before and I just see some fucking light. Like, I don't know if I was a paranoid bitch. Like, you never know. Like, what is that light? In high school, I gave my first BJ in a backyard at a party. It wasn't as hidden as I thought. I then also threw up from drinking for the first time, so my friend called my dad to pick me up. At school on Monday, all the guys were talking about me and laughing. I heard them saying, imagine how funny it would have been if she puked on his dick. A couple days later, my dad gave me a lecture on not ruining my reputation. I guess he had heard what I had done when he dragged me out of the backyard that night. <laughs> Oh my god, that oh my god, it makes me sad, but it's it's kind of funny. <laughs> All right, guys, buckle up for this one. I faked every single orgasm with my toxic ex-boyfriend. He was super controlling and emotionally abusive. I undervalued myself so much that I cared more about making him feel proud of himself than my own pleasure. Yeah. Your girl loves herself more than that now. I will never fake it again. I deserve to orgasm in all caps. Bitch, this makes me sad. I mean, honestly though, I'm glad you confessed to this because this is something I want to talk about really quick, you guys. 
I know that I think most women say that they've faked an orgasm and I'm over here in the other boat. Like a bitch has never faked an orgasm because I'm not going to give a man the fucking credit. Are you kidding me? If they think, if they think that they've made me orgasm, then they're just going to have that in their mind, but they didn't actually like, hell no, I'm not, I'm sorry. I'm not going to give a man the satisfaction. I'm not going to do it. I am absolutely not. I'm not going to fake that shit, but I do understand like whenever I've heard other women explain it, I do understand like certain situations or if you just like, it's going on for a really long time and you just want it to be over. Or the man is like super, super, super like, tr- like he won't stop until like you come or something, but like you're not actually getting there. So those situations, you know, I can understand you really do deserve to orgasm. And I hope that you don't do that again, because don't get, honestly, I'm just going to say it ladies, like don't fake orgasms. I really don't think you should. I don't think it leads to anything good, especially if it ends up being someone that you're going to hook up with again and again, even if you don't think that in the moment, because they're going to like think that they're that they made you come or they know how to make you come but they haven't like let's not give men or women the satisfaction of thinking that they did that i don't know i know people will have different opinions on it than me but ladies you deserve to actually orgasm and let's stop faking orgasms for these men because you know what they don't deserve to think that they did that i will never fake an orgasm in my life straight up I haven't done it so far and I will not fucking do it. Okay, let's keep it going. There's a couple more, you guys, just a few more. I had a date with a guy and he came over to my place after. We drank quite a bit before, so when we went into bed, we were still drunk. In the middle of the night, he woke up to use the restroom. I'm assuming he was sleepwalking or obviously still drunk. And the man walked into my closet instead of my bathroom and peed on my closet floor. I was awake and I heard him do it and I was too in shock to say anything till the morning. I told him and I think he was so embarrassed. We never had another date. Worst part is I was in the process of moving and I had some stuff packed up in my closet and he peed directly on it. (sighs) I have something to say in regards to this confession. I have experienced myself in a relationship and I've actually talked to multiple women who have also experienced drunk men peeing on something, whether it's furniture, whether it's the corner of a bedroom, whether it's a closet, thinking that they made it to the toilet in their drunk, sleepy days. I have literally heard this one so much that I am absolutely alarmed for these men. I think I'm going to like make my way to a toilet something about men doing this shit like like i said i have literally firsthand woken up to a man peeing on my furniture so girl i relate to this shit and i just don't understand and men really are like men have this weird thing about peeing another thing i don't understand about men is like men that like we'll be at someone's house or at their own house or just anywhere that they're like is a bathroom with a toilet, but there's those type of men that will go outside to pee in the front or backyard, even when there's a toilet fully available. And I've experienced this so much and I've asked multiple men about it. I'm like, why? Like, is it easier for you to go out into the yard and pee in the yard? And I haven't gotten really like even responses. I've just gotten some weird responses like, oh, it's just like a dude thing. Or like, oh, if you were a man, you, you're saying you wouldn't like pee in the grass if you could. 
And I'm just like, um, if there was a toilet like readily available, like there wasn't a line for the bathroom, like if I'm not like really having to go, like no bitch, like I'm gonna use the toilet. <laughs> okay, let's read two more. This one. <laughs> um, a few years back, my boyfriend at the time came to visit me. I was home for the summer from college, so we were staying at my parents' house. Anyway, the day he arrived, my parents went to church, so we had the house to ourselves. So, of course, we got straight on to business, lol. Next thing I know, he comes in my eye on accident, which fucking hurts. Would not recommend. So now my eye was all red and very sore, and we know my parents will be home soon to have dinner with us. Thank God it was a warm evening because mom and dad decided to have dinner outside, so I put sunglasses on and they never knew. Moral of the story, close your eyes if your man is going to jizz on your face. Oh my god honestly you could have lied and just been like oh i just like got something in my eye like you totally could have lied but still i think it's really fucking funny that you put on sunglasses for the dinner and i honestly i just i love it okay guys i have to end it with this one because this one by far i feel like is the most absurd and wild of any of the confessions that i read today so it's a little bit long but i promise you it's worth it this is the finale let's do it So at the beginning of COVID, before we all got sent home from school, I was a senior in college. I hooked up with this guy. Long story short, he was huge. I had cramping the next day to the point where it was the worst pain of my life. I also had a lot of the symptoms of COVID. I went to the school doctor and they tried to do a pelvic exam, but they couldn't because I couldn't stop crying. They were concerned that my appendix had burst, so they sent me to the emergency room. I was so pissed off that this random dude from Tinder could have burst my appendix. I went to text him, but I was blocked on all social media as well. So I DM'd him from another Insta account that I have telling him off for bursting my appendix as well as possibly giving me corona. Anyway, to make a long story short, he didn't burst my appendix or give me corona. I had gastrointestinal problems as well as lacerations in and around my vagina. After taking the meds and cream they gave me, I was perfectly fine. But my confession is that the guy still thinks he burst my appendix. I was going to set the record straight, but he blocked the other account that I had messaged him on weeks later. Sorry if this was chaotic or all over the place. Also, if it's any consolation, the sex was not good. Definitely not worth it. Also, when I was explaining this to the nurse, she asked me if the sex was super rough, and I told her no. She then asked me if he was big, and I said yes. She asked me if my previous sexual partners were big as well, and I said yes. She then responded by saying, I don't even feel bad for you. I'm just jealous. (laughs) Guys, I had to end it off with that one because it's so absurd. I mean, also, I'm wondering why this guy, before you said any of that, why he blocked on everything. Like, I think that's really weird, but I think it's also really funny that you messaged him. You burst my appendix. (laughs) from like another Instagram account. 
<sighs> anyway, you guys, I'm out of breath from reading all these confessions. We're going to leave it there. I hope you guys enjoyed. If you made it until the end of the episode, let me know if you liked this type of episode. If you want more, I hope it provided some lighthearted entertainment for your day, you guys. And I will see you next week. Maybe we'll have a more serious topic, maybe more lighthearted. I don't really know. But thank you guys so much for listening as always. And till next week, you will hear from me then. Bye, you guys. Bye.